Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts, but we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome back to Cryptids on Cryptids. I'm Martin. And I'm Nadia. Um, what are we talking about this week, Nadia? Today we are talking about the Wendigo. I'm actually really excited about this. I love the Wendigo. This is one of the creatures I actually know about because I used to tell, when I was a camp counselor, I used to tell stories about the Wendigo to freak out my campers. <laughs> Okay, so Marty is a menace to society. Yeah, we knew that. Did they get scared? Oh, yeah. Um, one time I also told um, one of my campers that uh, bears are attracted to the smell of pee. So he woke me up at 2 in the morning, and he was like, I need to pee, but I'm scared of bears. And I was like... That is on you. That is straight karma. I was like, karma. this is my fault. <laughs> Yeah. Why did you tell him that bears are attracted to piss? Um, you told them bears have a piss kink? Well, so bears are actually attracted to the smell of pee because um, oh, wow. of the salt smell. Um, so, And also I didn't want the campers peeing in the campsite. Where were they supposed to pee? In the woods. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why I don't go camping. I cannot do that. I really appreciate indoor plumbing. Indoor plumbing is one of life's greatest joys. I've always it said is. that. Is it? Is it one of your? Is it? Is it one of your sayings? Is it one of my what? Sayings. Yeah, it's one of my um, classic, classic bits that I say all the time. Okay. Thank you. Anyways. Yeah, you're welcome. Um. <laughs> I did want to start this episode by saying that we understand that the Wendigo is based on folklore from Native American people and um, or indigenous people or however um, they would prefer to be called. And we understand that this is a part of their culture. And so the stuff we know might will likely not be the full picture, as well as, you know, when you're reading sources in this day and age, a lot of it is going to be overcome with western notions western perspectives and so america north american american perspectives and so um rather than native americans so we want to recognize that and you know try to also come at this with respect as well as comedy this is a you know a cryptid but you know we respect the culture that this comes from yeah um I, I know, actually, that this story comes from the Algonquin tribes up in, uh, yeah. it's like the, around like Montana and, and Canada to there. Yeah, Northeast. Wow, yeah. that was good for you. No, I actually, I actually know a lot about this cryptid. It's one of my favorites. It's one of the most interesting. Okay, then why didn't you do the research? Why'd I have to do it? I actually already did research on this cryptid in my own time. So why did I spend two hours doing this? We're going to compare notes. Wait, so you did your own research? Um, not, not specifically for this. I, I did it for another project I was working on that I'm not allowed to talk about until next year. You heard it here first, guys. He did not put the effort in that I did, and yet it's going to override my comments. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> also, something that I noticed... Yeah. Sorry, this is completely off topic. Something that I noticed in while listening to previous episodes, which are so funny, go listen to them, is that there will be times where we'll say something funny and then I'll just go silent. And I realize it's because I laugh like one of those weird things where you just shake and you don't actually <laughs> laugh out loud. Okay, this is actually And like... so I'm like putting, I'm putting in effort, but just know if I ever go silent, I'm like writhing on the floor. Like, <laughs> okay. Just full this on This is actually shaking. something that like, 
I don't know, like, if it was intentional from me or not, but, like, I used to be a silent laugher. Now I laugh out loud. But it's been since I started doing podcasts. Oh, wow. Yeah. You say it like it's some sort of disease. I used to be a silent laugher. It is a disease, and you should get it I used to. (laughs) I used to be an addict, but... Um, so I'm going to put an effort to laugh out loud. Even if my okay, laugh sounds yeah. weird, that's why. It's unnatural. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to find your laugh. Yeah. Guys, support the show and help Nadia find her laugh. <laughs> if you pay me enough, I'll laugh even louder. Oh, interesting. This, <laughs> this is a new dynamic to this that I don't know if I necessarily enjoy. <laughs> I'm laughing silently right now. I can't help it. Okay, so let's talk about the Wendigo. Yes. What is it? What does it look like? I don't know. You tell me, Mr. Expert. Why do I even okay. do this research? You tell me. So, um, usually it's like got gray skin, like pale skin. Um, it looks kind of like a decomposing person. Um, but cold. That's important to the That lore. is literally how I look. <laughs> like a decom you don't look decomposing i'll give you I that i look like a decomposing cold i'm not like gray i'm like olive but i look decomposing and cold mm. Mm. so why don't you tell me what your research found about what it looks like yeah i guess yours wasn't very good was it was look it? i'm just gonna say that like there's a lot of like different depictions of this thing uh, yeah. Of the Wendigo, there's a lot of different, like, takes. Um, more modern interpretations, I know, have, like, animal characteristics, like horns. Um, and I think that that started with, like, more recent things. Like, oh my god, it feels so weird for me to be, do- like, the knowledgeable one. Can I just be stupid again? Can I go back to being stupid? No. You are stupid. Even if I'm you reading are from my notes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I was actually going to say that. Yeah, my my notes start with that. It often looks like a distorted, decomposing human or sometimes a human with animal characteristics, meaning like horns. Recently, in a more modern Western interpretations, I keep saying Western. And by that, I mean, I mean, indigenous tribes in North America are also in the West. But by that, I mean, <laughs> colonist, colonist interpretations. Um, it's often depicted with a head of a stag. Um, okay. Which is kind of strange because in uh, a lot of native cultures, they often held stags in high regard. So the fact that it would be represented on something like a Wendigo is kind of questionable. Um, So the belief is that this is a more modern interpretation. But either way, there are these really tall humanoid, like really tall, sometimes like 15 feet, really tall, slender, because they're decomposing. You know, they put the skinny and dead. Um skinny and, and dead there's no skinny and dead i don't know if you know how to spell that word <laughs> um with powerful claws and teeth and the teeth are often like jagged looking so it's like it don't look good um yeah it do not look good i mean actually if you think about it that's kind of our beauty standard tall slender like almost like Dead skinny. Yeah. I mean, are you saying that the Wendigo could be a model? Yeah, Victoria's Secret 2024. <laughs> Victoria's Secret. Oh the... my god, we've cracked it. Victoria's Secret is that she's just... a Wendigo. <laughs> you did get the year wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's But that is her secret. She's a Wendigo. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so I guess that is her beauty standard. So for some of you, Maybe the Wendigo will do it for you. Maybe. Maybe. I don't like um, but I did want to point out that the Okakwan-speaking people, that's like, so the Okakwan is, in my belief, I'm not that familiar with all of this, is like a language. And so there are multiple tribes, like the Ojibwe, Eastern Cree, Salto, West Main, Swampy Cree. Like there's multiple groups of people that speak Algonquin. And so, and these different tribes will have different 
interpret slightly different interpretations of what it looks like. Yeah. So I think there was one that believed they like grow taller, while another one didn't, stuff like that. But so we've tried to sort of combine into the m- to the main and most common interpretations of and stories of what the Wendigo is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we kind of already touched on it, but where are where is the Wendigo Wendigos? Where's the winding ding 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 What does the fox say? Yeah. Where does it live? Where does um where does the Wendigo live? It's in northeast North America. So actually around the Great Lakes where we are. Isn't that Whoa, fun? That's so cool. The Great Lakes seem think... pretty boring, so I'd love a Wendigo to spice things up, you know? I don't know. I've heard they're pretty great. Great. You're grating on my nerves. Okay, we're just making weird faces. <laughs> that does not translate to audio podcast. Oh, yeah. I want you, when you listen to that, just know we're making increasingly weird faces at each other. Um, yeah. But, so, yeah. So, around the Great Lake area, I don't think so far there has been a cryptid I would like to fight. I mean, we talked last episode or two episodes ago, um, about how if I saw the Mongolian deathworm, I'd kill myself. And that goes for this, too. That goes for this as well. I would. I want nowhere near this. I want nowhere near it. The second I think I see it, I'm gone. I'm gone from this world. Okay, you know what I'm going to do right now? Um, fuck a window. No, fuck. <laughs> I, <I'm going> to- <laughs> no, not that. Definitely not that. Sorry, I was thinking about leaving and becoming a ghost, which made me think about fucking ghosts, which made, which means that fuck was the word in my head. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was gonna say that um, I'm gonna hit myself with the, you know, the memory thing from um, the Alien movie where they. I never watched those movies. Out of principle. Not the a- not Alien, but the one with Will Smith. Men in Black? Yeah, Men in Black. I'm going to hit myself with oh, the memory yeah, eraser thing, and then by the end of this episode, I'll decide if I can fight a Wendigo on a fresh a fresh mind. What do you mean on the at the end of the episode? Why would you... Oh, okay, so you're Yeah, going I'm going to come back around. We're going to come back around. So I have to convince you. Um, No, I have to, like... You have to, like, tell me more about this cryptid. I'm going to erase my memory and everything I know about the cryptid. I know, but I am a very biased source. I am so frightened of this thing. But if you know anything about me, it's that I have to fight cryptids on principle. You can go do that. I say you should make sweet, sweet love. But you can go fight it if you want. I won't be there. I I will say I'm not really into the Victoria's Secret kind of vibe. <laughs> like the whole model kind of vibe. I, you know... I don't, I don't think, think I'm I feel be. like now we're 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 making fun of Victoria's Secret models because I don't think they're usually decomposing. No. No. Generally not. You would hope not. You know? <laughs> you would hope not. For for their sake. Anyway, let me go hit myself with this memory eraser. And uh yeah, 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 yeah. There. Was I that like how you that? just I like how you held up a flashlight as if this isn't a podcast as if this is a visual visual representation what are we talking about yeah you need to make the sound who are you oh i'm god oh it is again it is ramadan i should not be saying that also ramadan mubarak everyone um oh yeah um yeah but this is not the time to be sacrilegious okay we were kind of talking about this before the show um can you drink water? Yeah, so that was a question. So basically, I told Marty, I was like, oh, I'm a bit lower energy. I'm trying to hype myself up. I was doing a little dancey dance in my bathroom, you know, with the, the mirror and the music, you know, you know, you know mm-hmm. the dance party in the bathroom. And to, like, really hype myself up because I can't eat or drink. And Marty asked, not even water? Which is, like, the thing. The thing. It's, yeah, it's, like, the basic question because, like, I don't know. I'm yeah, stupid. No, Basically, Ramadan is when Muslims become vampires. Um, we should in the vampire episode today. 
We already did Stay that. tuned for that. Um, because we cannot eat or drink in the sunlight. <laughs> so you still haven't answered my question about water. What was the What was the question? Can you drink it? Can you drink water? Can I, so you mean when I said you can't drink or eat? I didn't answer that question? I didn't? Yeah, I guess so, no. <laughs> so, so, no? No. No, you can't. Yeah, nothing. I can't put anything. No nutrients. Is water I'm, nutrients? I'm so sorry. Am I making you jealous? You're just <laughs> drinking water, <laughs> little bitch. Okay, so I don't remember anything about this beast except for what you told me like two minutes ago. Um... <laughs> Okay, well then, let's say what it is. So, yeah. one of the reasons I'm so frightened of Wendigos is that they are basically the representation of a nightmare. Like, they are the representation of cannibalism. So, oh. basically what it does is that humans become Wendigos after resorting to cannibalism. Some other legends say that they can also transform after being overcome with greed and gluttony. So it is a story to encourage moderation and cooperation. But the idea is, the most prevalent idea is that people, after resorting to cannibalism, transform into Wendigos. Um, okay. Another idea of this is that instead the Wendigo spirit possesses humans, turning them into Wendigos and making them hunt their own families. So a person Whoa. after you know, being possessed by the Wendigo will hunt and eat their entire family. That's fucked up. I was going to ask, like, what... Yeah, that is fucked up. What level kind of, of eating up. people? You can't see my face. I want you to know I'm <laughs> so disturbed like, by that question. You can't... I don't think it's like a nibble. Like cookies are fine. Why am I always sexual on this? I was gonna say you can't eat pussy. I know. I heard you. Yeah. I was just gonna. It was just a very shocked expression, and I was. No, I can't believe I didn't think of that. I said hickeys. I didn't even say that. Yeah. Would that count? Probably not, right? I. Probably I'm not, so disappointed right? right now. I'm so sad. I didn't think of that. I don't think I don't think eating pussy is cannibalism. Do you? I guess you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think you're ingesting flesh, so like that's it's kind of fine, right? Maybe you're not. You're in your stomach, huh? <laughs> Huh? Is that what you're doing? You're taking a bite down there? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I assumed the second question would be. Not in your stomach? Yeah, that's where you ingest things and in your small intestine. Um, Yeah. What was I? And sometimes in your large intestine. What was I talking about? Eating pussy. No, I don't take bites. Um, (laughs) So. That's good. That's good. Um, I hope nobody takes bites. What were we talking about? Cannibalism. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think it's when you eat someone. And for the intention of eating them. Yeah. You're taking a bite. You're taking a bite. Um, and it's the idea that once you become a Wendigo, common motif is that the heart turns into ice or becomes ice or gets encased in ice. Whoa, that's kind of metal. <laughs> Actually, it's ice. Thanks. But that's another reason they're so cold and, you know, harrowing. They're also extremely fast and strong and with heightened sen- senses. So there's that sort of animalistic heightened quality sentences? to them. What? Heightened sentences? <laughs> Did I say sentences? Yeah, do they talk in, like, Middle English or something? <laughs> <laughs> You're in the woods, all frightened, and something comes up, hello, good sir, and then they you. Hello, good sir, I wish to partake of your flesh. Yes, tis I, the Wendigo. 
pip pip. Um, heightened senses. 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 Also, I got a new mic, everybody. I want you to appreciate it. I'm going to start an ASMR channel. Yeah? Bre breaks off a piece <laughs> of that right now. You're welcome for that. Um, heightened senses. Extremely fast and strong with heightened senses. And they're great at stealth. So they're the perfect hunter. And they know their territory really well. So the idea is they're hunting you, want to eat you. If, you know, they possess one of you, um, you can then go kill your entire party. And they eat people viciously to the bone. Viciously? So they're not just... They're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to the bone it's is not, like... It's not a little dinner situation. Doesn't sound just... fun. Yeah. I it's mean, like for they're the ripping you apart, you know? For them, I mean, it's probably, you know, it's a dinner. Just how At they do point, it. At what point would you die? I guess it depends on what they rip out. First. Yeah, it depends on what they take a bite of first. You know, I was watching um, Attack on Titan, and I was like, I think. Yeah. No, you got it. Got it in one. And I was just watching that, and I was thinking, like, getting eaten would be, like, the worst thing. You know? Like, to be eaten to alive die? would be the worst way to die. I think suffocating. But, like, okay, imagine this with me for a moment. No, no, I don't want to. I, I agree with you. I don't want to die either way. I don't want to buy, die by being eaten. Yeah, it would suck. Because, like, if you're Actually, alive. it would swallow if it was eating you. Sheesh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe a bit of both <laughs> is that cannibalism what never mind yeah it would suck to, to get eaten alive it would it would be the worst it would be the worst I don't know because like if you're suffocating like imagine being buried alive that sounds terrible that sounds so frightening because assuming well I don't know how quick are you being eaten the Titans kind of just rip you. They're so strong. They just rip you up, don't they? Yeah, but like. You're dead in a second. Like, you know it's coming. You know what's about to happen, and you know it's going to happen. Yeah, hurt. I mean, if they, like, like, ripped you in half, and then. Yeah. Oh, God. Or, like, just, like, took a bite out of, like, your leg. Ow. You know? Like, that wouldn't kill you instantly, but it would hurt, like, fuck. That'd be kind of kinky. Taking a whole ass chunk out of your leg with teeth. Kinky? Audience, vote in the comments. Kinky? Or no? Because here's my vote is no. If you want to spice up your marriage, you know what you should really do? Take a bite of that out of the leg. A whole ass chunk. Sorry. Rip it away with your teeth, all right? If they don't need surgery after, you haven't done it right. <laughs> they should be screaming. Blood is everywhere. It doesn't even have to be a big bite. Just like a little chomp. No, I would argue it has to be a big bite. <laughs> My throat hurts from that snorting. Well, maybe don't do that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Don't make fun of my laugh. So yeah, yeah they, so they eat, eat people, people to the bone. That sucks. I'm sorry people who've been eaten. That swallows. That sounds like yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry anybody it's who's bad. been eaten. Every time they eat, a, every time a Wendigo eats a person, they also grow in many stories. I think that was specifically from the Ojibwe people. They grow? Um, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. They grow. So they grow proportionally. So like the idea is that... Because of that, they get get more powerful, but they also get more hungry because there's more of them that they need to feed. And they have this insatiable hunger. So that is basically what the Wendigo represents. Insatiable hunger, cannibalism, greed. And it's very connected to times in which the dead of winter. It's very connected to the dead of winter. Again, why there's this motif of cold and getting your heart encased in ice. And this idea that, you know, when times were really hard, there was this, um, there were times of cannibalism, there were times of famine, 
Um, and cannibalism, there weren't times of cannibalism where I, I misworded that. Not, no, not everybody was like, yeah, this is the time of cannibalism. Had your children. No, but I'm saying they were times of great famine, deep winter, and cannibalism is this big taboo. And the Wendigo was this horrible construct of it. Yeah. Um, but if when they eat, they grow. Like, hear that, short kings? You got a way out now. <laughs> Just become a Wendigo. Eating people? <laughs> Just take a little bite out of the leg. They'll love it. They'll love it. Yeah. There's a way up. A little munch. A way forward. A way up. So, in these stories, you'll hear, and this was a common thread through all of it, is that the Wendigo represents this time of deep winter where people were just starving, and the fear that, and the taboo against cannibal, which is a good taboo, um, for the record. I feel like taboos in our society are often seen like, oh my god, Romeo and Juliet, no. We've we've joked about this a little bit but like don't eat people that's fucked up don't eat don't people do that. oh my god i meant to research there are some diseases associated with cannibalism but i could be pulling yeah. that out of my ass because i didn't research it but like you can get all sorts of weird things do not eat people yeah not good for your health not good for your mind not good for your body don't eat people but yeah Feel it's like just that the should was born of this really sad Difficult times, and they represent the difficult winter months and never being satiated and being, you know, violent and yeah. Do you think you could ever resort to cannibalism? No. no. Well, yeah. actually, yeah, I think I could. Really? Wow. If if I was like, okay, say we got traps and we were hunting Mothman or something, we're like deep in the woods, something really terrible happens, we get trapped for. 30 days i don't know it's like if if there was the chance that i could be rescued and you were already dead for example if i was with you honestly i'm so nice for this if i was with you and i died if you didn't kill me but i just died and you were starving and you had the chance of being rescued if you were to live you could eat me i don't care i wouldn't i i like have thought about this because like i've read about like so many of these stories like um like, there's so many, like, shipwreck stories where, like, they resort to cannibals. And I just, like, I feel like I just couldn't do it. Like, I could I don't not know. bring meat myself is meat. to eat it. I feel like if I give you permission, I'm saying meat is meat. Please do not. I'm not a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> right after saying cannibalism is bad, but meat is meat. Honestly, no. In, like, uh, a survival situation. Like, an extreme survival situation. In an extreme survival situation where, I don't know, I would give you permission, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I, I still just don't think I could do it. I don't think I could eat a person. That's the other thing, though. It would be really disgusting if I was, like, decomposing. Yeah. That'd be yucky. Definitely wouldn't eat a Wendigo. I think I would be tasty, though. I just think I have the right amount, you know? Yeah. My amount of fat and muscle. Like, I'd, you know... Nice tender. marbled. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that wagyu arms. <laughs> Do not eat people. Don't um, eat people. I yeah, I genuinely think I can I can do that. I don't see the other thing is I'm saying this now because I'm I am a very practical person. I wouldn't mind if a loved one ate me to survive. Honestly, if a random person ate me to survive and they just needed it, like that's fine. Have my body. Like I'm a fan of organ donation, but I don't know if I could eat a loved one. Yeah. I don't know if I could eat someone, but I feel like I I can't. I've never felt that level of hunger, so I can't say for sure. I mean, I like, I don't know. It might be like some ego from me, but like I trust in my survival instincts that I will. Or not instincts, I but do like not know trust how. in mine. I know I'm dying. I'm dying the second I'm in the woods. Like... I, I've done trips in the woods. I've done, like, isolated trips in the woods. Like, I, you know, I trust in my survival ability to not have to get to that point. 
I don't think anybody wants to listen to this anymore. No, no. This has gotten a little too dark. Don't eat people. Would you guys Moving eat on. somebody? <laughs> Comment and subscribe. Would you eat somebody? What about a loved one? <laughs> what about a Would friend? Would you get permission? <laughs> oh, cannibalism is so funny. Um, yeah, yeah, true so comedy. So the Wendigo is associated with cannibalism, famine, greed, and evil. So it's this very dark story and very sad, I think. Mm-hmm. Some other special abilities of the Wendigo is that they can imitate human voice, which okay. is terrifying. That's like the first actual creepy thing. The cannibalism wasn't creepy? I'm sorry. People eat people. It happens. Like, read a history book. It's okay, true. this isn't the Dahmer party. This is a hunter in the woods. The Dahmer like party. This... That's what I was thinking of earlier. Yeah, some of us are smarter than others. But yep. I mumble. <laughs> yeah, this is like a freakish, super fast, scary humanoid decomposed thing hunting you in the woods. That is terrifying. If I saw this thing, I would shit myself. Hello? Hello? Oh. Her dad's here. Oh, Nadia's back. Yay! Hi, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, sorry guys. My father came to visit me right after I shouted. I shit myself. <laughs> um, I'm an adult. I'm allowed to curse, but like... Eh. What if it wasn't your dad? What if it was a Wendigo? Because they can imitate human voices. Yeah, I guess it could have been my the Wendigo imitate. That would have been so cool if I died. It wouldn't have yeah, been cool, but it would have on the podcast. <laughs> live on the podcast about Wendigos. We would get so many views or downloads. I don't think they'd let us put it up. Why not? If I died live? Yeah, cuz you died. What? Why are there rules like that? Oh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they don't want People murdering people. Yeah. People to get murdered for views. Do it for the vine. No, vine is dead. Oh, God. Yeah, it is. Oh, so I spelled imitate wrong. So it can imitate human voices. That was actually seen in Until Dawn. I, I don't know how everybody feels about the game. It's one of my favorite games. I do think that it appropriated Native American visuals a bit too much just with like the totems and everything but it actually did a really great job researching what the wendigo is as well as the history behind it so that was interesting but yeah. other people might have different opinions in which case i'm sorry until dawn is probably the um the like most modern touchstone for a lot of people about what the wendigo is yeah it's one of my favorite games honestly and um yeah it's super fun go play it go have some friends over kill a bunch of people and not the friends. In game, in game, in game, in game, in game, in game. <laughs> Record it while you can. No, but do it for the views. And but imitating the human voice was something that was being in that game, and I remember it was it was very frightening. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Is I think this is the creepiest part of the Wendigo because, like, the concept of something hunting you, it's like you know an animal could do that, right? But the concept of an like something that's hunting you, tricking you, that's like the that's like where the true scary element comes in for me. Can't the jackalope do that too? Was there another cryptid that could do that? Jackalope can. Jackalope's just a little guy. <laughs> yeah, the jackalope doesn't eat people. That's fair. <laughs> it's just trying just to escape. Yeah. Do you think cryptids ever see each other? Oh no, we talked about how when you fight it, you 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 get its territory. So they mm -hmm. have territory. But do you think they ever like? Oh my Just god, it's the Wendigo and Bigfoot. Yeah, they like meet up in the woods. They play chess. Can we talk about how the Wendigo is a cultural representation of, you know, this really difficult time of famine, of cannibalism, of deep winter? And meanwhile, our cryptids are like huh, Bigfoot. He <laughs> has big feet. <laughs> You'll never believe this fucking guy. He's got big ass feet. His feet are so big. His feet are too big. 
One can even say Bigfoot. Yeah, he's got a big foot. You know what that means? Big shoes. Is it? <laughs> I thought people with big feet wore small shoes. Um, I don't know. I have some pretty large feet. I can't put my foot in a small shoe. Is that why you think Bigfoot isn't real? Because you have large feet? Yeah, it could have just been me. Like, all I'm saying is, like, Bigfoot's not real because, like, it could have just been some guy. I mean, according to legends, the Wendigo could have also been just some guy who resorted to cannibalism. Yeah, but, like, here's the thing. is like, some guy isn't going to have antlers or decomposing flesh. But some guy could just have big feet. Or or gal, or non-binary or person. Yeah, or non-binary. Some people pal. just have big. <laughs> Some people just have big feet. Some yeah, it's true. Yeah, so our cryptids are a lot less significant, I think. Yeah, culturally. Another thing that the Wendigos can do is that they can plague victims. Well, this is in some stories. They plague victims with nightmares. So they'll, they'll basically choose a target. So you're out in the woods with your friends. They'll choose a target. They'll plague you with nightmares. And you can get something called Wendigo fever, which is this burning sensation as the Wendigo eats at your sanity. Mm. And there were, there were stories of people, you know, who were in the woods claiming that they got Wendigo fever, being super terrified of it, stuff like that. I wouldn't want to be plagued with nightmares. I wouldn't want to be eaten alive, but, you know. What kind of nightmares, though? Bad ones. When I was a kid, I had a reoccurring nightmare of fighting a big sea monster in the water. Did you win? Nope. Died every time. That's that's why it was a nightmare. So I, Yeah, <laughs> so just any nightmare that would make you... Oh, it's basically you're not able to sleep, you get more crazy, you develop develop this fever yeah and it eats at your sanity doesn't so sound that it's good. able to hunt you better and possess you i think if like it gave me a fever that would be the ultimate move against me because when i get really? sick i'm i can't i can't deal with it you're a baby when i get sick yeah i could like break my arm and be like yeah whatever but if i get like a fucking cold i'm like oh this is the worst I was raised I in an Arab household, so, <laughs> so when I get sick, I just go to school. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I like, my parents were very much hazard. like, just go, just do your life if you get sick, but I'm going to do my life, but it's also going to be like, this is the worst. Getting, getting a fever wouldn't, like, end me, but it would be, like, the biggest stat debuff to me, you know what I mean? The biggest stat debuff would be my fear. If I heard this thing, if I saw it, I'd be dead immediately. Okay, so I would, you're I weak to fear up. type, which is ghost types? I don't do types? fight or flight. I just sit on the ground when I'm scared. <laughs> I just cower. <laughs> yeah, people don't talk about the third option to fight or flight, which is cower. <laughs> Coward! I don't do. I am such a scaredy cat. Like, if I saw this thing, I wouldn't do any. I would just sit there, paralyzed. I would fight it. I'm not gonna like. What am I gonna run? I'm not a linebacker. Like, I'm not gonna get anywhere. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean, I feel like in this situation you have to fight it. You know what I mean? It's a yeah, fast. I mean, it's a yeah. fast boy. I'm not gonna just it's sit gonna there as hunt it kills you. Me. Yeah, you have to fight it. I don't think there's any running away if you see it. But I'm also like, in the sense of, yeah, if you see it, you're going to not run away from it. But I'm also at the sense of, just because you hear something doesn't mean you should go investigate it. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in horror movies. I. But if you don't know be... what it is, then you can't like analyze what? the situation. And are you saying you should go investigate it? I would. What the f- <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, what? This is why white people die in movies. Uh-uh. I'm barricading Probably. myself in the room. I have a change of clothes. I have deodorant. I have food. That's all I need. I am waiting it out. 
Yeah, that's fair. I could. I'm gonna home alone my way out of a horror movie. I I ain't doing that investigation. I mean, you gotta be sneaky about it. You can't be like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go walk over here. Hey, what's up? You got a chainsaw? Why would you? You gotta if be like, like a murderer. If you know there's a murderer in the house, like stay where you are. If I know there's a murderer in my house, I'm going to get my sword. Is what I'm gonna do. What? Why do you have a sword? In case there's a murderer. Also for the aesthetic. I'm. I'm no. I'm so. I would be so focused on survival. Uh. Uh-uh. I ain't doing anything. I'm hiding. I have a weapon in my hand in case it comes up to me. Like I'm trying to get out of the house. No. Yeah, that's fair. I'd leave you to die. You can go fight it with your sword. Yeah. You don't have to run faster than the giant. You just have to run faster than the guy behind you. (laughs) The guy turning around behind you with a sword. (laughs) Yes. I'd let you eat me if I was already dead, but I'm not going to die so that you could fight something with your sword. (laughs) No, it's okay. I'll die to fight something with my sword. That's fine. I can't get over that, that you would investigate a scary sound. I feel like if I don't, I'm just like letting it happen. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I need to take action. Yeah, my action is don't let it happen. But it's already happening. It's already in your presence. It's already there. If it was like, okay, there's a weird noise at night, and I'm alone in my house, and that's all I know is that there's been a weird noise, I will go investigate it. Like, I'll get out the cleaver, you know, the phone, have them both in my, you know, like, I'll go investigate. But if I know it's like, oh my god, there's something really terrible happening. I ain't going out there. I mean, sometimes you hear something outside and you gotta go honk your bear horn at it. Outside? You, know, you can't just, like... I, I take it you don't do much camping? No. I haven't been camping since I was in, like, the sixth grade. So, sometimes when you're camping, um, there is bears. And they... There like, if is you just bears. let them If you just let them into your campsite, like, they'll wreck your shit. So, you, you gotta go outside. I'd rather they wreck you my gotta... shit than, than wreck my shit, if you know what I mean. No, they will wreck your shit in both ways. Yeah, okay. I guess if they you gotta, kill you while you're sleeping, yeah, I'd leave. Where are you going to go? I'd get my things and go. They have your things. Your things are the bear's things now. <laughs> the bear has my things? Where did it get them? Outs- well, you hiding. left them outside. That's your fault. Well, I'm not going to get them back. Yeah. Nothing is more worthwhile than my life. It's the, it's the bear's things now. Or you could just honk a bear horn at it and run at it and yell, and it'll run away. Probably. No. No. I would sit back and let you do that. Okay. I'm willing to take on that responsibility. You go take on that responsibility. They can have my packs and jeans. They can have my phone. I don't care. Just... (laughs) I am such... Oh, like, what is it called when you just walk over someone? Um, floor mat. I'm a floor mat when it comes to fear. Please don't use this against me. A doormat. I'm sorry, but... A Because <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but, like, all mats are on the floor. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it rhymes. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some sightings. Because we're, like... 15 minutes into this recording, and we haven't talked about sightings for this creature. Um, I didn't actually pull up that many stories. Most of the sightings and stories happened between the 1800s to the 1920s. Um, big time for cannibalism. 1800s. Big time. Yeah. One of them was, a really famous one was in 1878, when a man named Swift Runner butchered and ate his family. So he claimed that he was possessed by the Wendigo, and the story goes that it was a really tough winter. And the eldest son died of starvation just from and from the horrible elements. And the family, or perhaps just Swift Runner, the father, ended up eating the son to survive. And so the claim, he claimed that he was possessed by the Wendigo and ended up eating and the rest of his family. That's like, I feel like is a common case in... To eat your family? Well, in, like, these, like, starvation stories, like, even with the Dahmer party, right? Like, when they went back to get the last guy, 
he had killed the other two people that was that he was with. And he was yeah, like, to go crazy. Yeah, and like yeah, he was like, yeah. well, the humans tasted better because he had food yeah. Rations so maybe he became a Wendigo. Yeah. Um, another famous one that I think is this is a story that I read multiple times, and I think has been heavily influenced by sort of American colonist perspective, you know. And so the story goes that in 1909, chief slash shaman Jack Fiddler, he had a longer name um, that I cannot pronounce, but he also went by Jack Fiddler of the OG Cree, and his brother Joseph were sentenced to death after the murder of somewhere around 14 to 18 people. Jesus. It was... And it was claimed that, so basically, it was the chief, Jack Fiddler's, responsibility to rid his tribe of evil. And he was often asked by family members to kill a very sick loved one before they could turn into a Wendigo. And in their eyes, this was seen as a mercy killing. It was not seen as murder. It wasn't seen as something bad. It was seen as, okay, before they can turn into a Wendigo, let's kill them. Let's Mm. end their life. And so it was a mercy killing. And I think a lot of... They, I read this one website that was just saying he just murdered a bunch of people claiming they were Wendigos, but the idea was that they believed that these people could actually become Wendigos, and he was often asked, you know, hey, can you rid the world of this person, essentially? His own brother was killed after becoming a Wendigo, after starving during an expedition. So I don't know the full story of that, but... Wow. Um, so... The idea was that he wasn't doing this for fun. He wasn't a serial killer. But the police of, I forget where this was, Canada, um, arrested Fiddler. And this was biased. This was during a time where they were trying to convert Fiddler and the Sandy people to Christianity. And they were refusing it. It was a time where they wanted to impose Canadian law onto these people. And they also wanted their own glory. And so they arrested Fiddler. And... Newspapers claim that they've arrested these devil worshippers, um, and uh, what was his name? Jack and his brother were both sentenced to death. And something they had interpreters that were talking about, like, hey, you know, in their culture, this was a mercy killing. This wasn't, you know, this isn't illegal. You know, this Canadian law shouldn't apply here. But they ended up being sentenced to death. Eventually, they were pardoned, but. At that point, Jack had already killed himself, and his brother had died of tuberculosis in prison. Wow. I mean, there were a lot of, like, fucked up things that colonizers did to the Native Americans, and this seems like one of those. It was 100% one of these, and it's kind of told as this, like, oh, he killed a bunch of people because he was this crazy guy who believed in Wendigos. No, like, this was something they... This was a cultural phenomenon that they were like, hey, let's save these people's souls, essentially. Yeah, After like, losing their most prominent leaders, the Sandy people had to sign a treaty and accept can- Canadian law, and they were basically exploited and forced into a reservation. So there was definitely, you know, ulterior motives involved. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, while my morals and my beliefs say that, like, I, I don't think anyone should kill anyone. You know what I mean? Like, That's great. I'm glad you believe that. Yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, like obviously, like, my culture is very different from theirs. Yeah. And, and that, like, I shouldn't be trying to impose my... Especially if like, they're asking him, like, hi, like, I have a very... <laughs> they start with, hey, what's up? Hey. Hi, I have a very sick loved one. Hey, girly. You know? <laughs> hey, bestie. Yeah, so it's part of, you know, not everything that's part of culture should be, you know, just immediately forgiven. But at the same time, like, this isn't the same as murder, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, this isn't, no, it's, not. it's not great, but we can't, I don't think we can judge it in our perspective. And definitely not through Canadian law when this wasn't something that, like, it was their, their area. Yeah, it was their land, their, it's their laws, it's their culture. Yeah, exactly. 
But the interesting thing is, and I learned this by accident. So I was looking up Until Dawn, just trying to sort of um, remember how they depicted Wendigos, and it was very similar to this. But interestingly enough, there is a very famous character from Until Dawn called The Stranger, which I won't spoil everything if you haven't played it yet. Well, actually, it's been out for so long. It's been out for a long time. It's a really great game. But Jack Fiddler is the name of The Stranger. They named it after him, and he is this Wendigo hunter, just like the real Jack Fiddler was a Wendigo hunter. That's cool. And it was also seen as, like, Jack Fiddler was doing this like he wasn't doing it for fun. He was doing this to support the society, to support the, his people. So yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was so interesting that the that the stranger was named after him. I had no idea. On that note, how do you kill a uh, Wendigo? So there are different stories again about the Wendigo. So there are can different I, ways. Can I make my best guess? Yeah. Stab it. Yeah. Well, it might require a shaman, but you can't just oh. stab it randomly. Like in the heart, vampire. Yeah, deals. so you have to cut out the heart and melt it in fire because it's encased oh. in ice. Okay. Can't could you just light the whole thing on fire? Because I'm assuming that would melt its heart. I think that's what they try in Until Dawn. They, um, you know, Until Dawn is my source of information now. But <laughs> there are some. I think also the Wendigo is a character now in D and D, and I think. In some Ooh. cases, it's resistant to fire. In other cases, it's vulnerable to it. So it, I think it depends on the story. Oh, okay. But but it does come up a lot, especially because it represents the cold and winter, that that fire and heat is a way to expel it and expel the spirit. Yeah. My final sort sense. of fun fact about the Wendigo is that there is a medical condition about it, which is Wendigo psychosis which is an uncontrollable desire to eat human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal. And cases span back to the 1600s. Is this, like, real? No, I'm making it up. Yes! Well, I mean, it's a psychosis, so there's a bunch of, you know, whether it's... What it's caused by is unknown, but it is... It's mostly seen in Native Indigenous people where this is a cultural phenomenon, this fear of becoming a Wendigo. Um, and so there is this fear of becoming one and people might fall into states of anger or awareness with like intense hallucinations and have this sensation that their heart is turning to ice. So it's very much this paranoia from this phenomenon of Wendigos. And it's found often in people during times of starvation and isolation, like in deep winter, where they're afraid of this happening to them, where they're afraid of becoming Wendigos. Um, there is controversy where this is legitimate, but but the treatment, since we were talking about it, there are different rituals, including one where they try to cure this heart and soul by feeding the person lots of fat, keeping them with their families, uh, and quarantined with large fires to hopefully melt the ice around their heart. And they know the treatment worked if people, if the person vomited ice. Vomited ice? Yeah. See, that's like one of the things that like i would love to do like a medical vomit podcast. ice like no i would not like to vomit ice um i feel like that would be bad that would feel bad um and also would be hard to do because your body's gonna melt ice that is so interesting if you could vomit ice oh my god like an ice dispenser but what were you saying is cool what would you like to do? Not cool. I was saying that, like, I would like to do, like, a medical part. Because there's a lot of, like, old treatments and stuff like that where it's, like, you'll know if it worked if this impossible thing happens. Yeah, if you vomit ice. Well, the other treatment was just to kill the person. And that's basically what Jack Fiddler was doing. And by killing the person and therefore the Wendigo spirit. And so it was often, like, the bravest warrior who would risk his life to do this. And they had to mangle the body to ensure the body couldn't resurrect itself. Wow. In some cases, not in all yeah. cases. I mean, that, like, I don't know. I'd much rather vomit ice, as unpleasant as that sounds, much rather vomit ice than be killed. Yeah, there were, there were you know, tribes that basically thought, you know, we have to follow the pillars of the community, you know, proper food, kindness, you know. And so they thought that by curing the heart and soul, they could remove the ice around the heart. And 
by feeding the person, keeping them with their family, but like sort of away from the rest of uh, the tribe. And but at the same time, that's really taking a risk if you believe this person is going to become a cannibal and that this insane hunter that will kill your entire people, like yeah, no, that is I the mean, risk. <laughs> from the way that the story is told, like it, it, like it would be a risk to keep a potential man-eating monster around. I mean, it's just like The Last of Us or Walking Dead, you know, these ideas of, oh, you're going to become a zombie, but, you know, even if maybe the bite isn't that bad or whatever, or there's a possibility that you might be fine, do you kill the person? Yeah, and I I think that that's moral quandary. I'm so happy I never have to deal with um, you don't know that. I might become bitten by a zombie, or you'd kill my ass. I'd kill your ass. You'd kill my ass if I got bitten by a zombie? Would you kill me? Depends. Are you bitten on the arm? Or on the, like, face or the neck? Like, it's because, like, in The Walking Dead, you can, like, chop off somebody's arm so the disease doesn't spread. That would be so terrible. But I'd rather do that than just kill you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You could get bit in the finger and I'd still stab you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so is that is that all we have to talk about for the Wendigo? Is that going to be like the end of our is, episode this, this week? This is a very educational episode. I thought you were going to yeah. make a joke, go into a story. Now, is that all we have to say? Yeah, okay. I guess we're done, bro. I guess yeah, we're done. Yeah, yeah. I do think it would be super fun to go cryptid hunting. But at the same time, I, I'm not a camper. I'm not... We should do a cryptid hunt. I'm not a... I like the privileges. Warm water, toilets, uh, a bed. We could do a cryptid hunt in not, like, that kind of place. Like, we could go to Point Pleasant. That sounds pleasant. Yeah, it is. You could get a hotel and just go out oh my God. to do the cryptid hunt. I do think it would be fun to do, like, a full-on... What is it called? The... What's that movie with the kid? It's a horror movie. The witch. Oh, shoot. Uh, Were they like filming an expedition? Oh, yeah. Like um, the same, Blair Witch Project. Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Sam Witch Project. <laughs> the Sandwich Project. Salem. I said Salem. Oh, oh okay. The... Sandwich Project. <laughs> That's what we'll title ours. The Sandwich Project. Yeah, that'll be ours. Like a found found footage kind of. No, I'm just saying footage. Oh, okay. We'll make it. We won't find it. I wasn't saying we should die. No. No. You can. I'm not gonna. Yeah. You know, you're putting a lot of the death onus on me, but like, if we're gonna get views, because... one of us does need to die. And. <laughs> because, well, I almost died in this episode, so I've done my part, but I. Think if you want to fight them and you can get the glory of winning and, you know, the territory of be- and become your own cryptid. But, like, I don't want that. Yeah. And for um, that reason, fair. I will save my life. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's not the life for you, and I, and I respect that. No, that's the death for you. But the, life the for death me. for me. <laughs> and you're going to respect that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is going to do it for us this week. Don't um, eat people, guys. Yeah, don't. Please don't do that. That would be so bad if you did that. And honestly, I wouldn't be friends with you. I feel like I was too pro cannibalism and pro murder this episode. You were. You definitely seem to be pro my death this episode. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Of the two of us, I mean, I'd save you if I could. If you could, yeah. No. Like, don't stress I literally it, said I would let you eat my body. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I feel like that's pretty kind. All right, so we do have some housekeeping to talk about. So um, if you want to uh, find updates on the show, you can follow us at OnCryptids on Twitter. You okay? <laughs> Sorry, Nadia just was, like, doing a big yawn, and it looked like she was having a stroke. <laughs> Like her eye was twitching. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) But you can find us at OnCryptids on Twitter or at Midpoint Podcasts on Instagram. Um, 
if you want more content from us, you can find me at Martist on Fire on YouTube and on Twitter. And you can find Nadia at underscore Nadida underscore on Twitter. Do you want to spell that? for? Go the... to our Twitter. What? Go to our Twitter. Yeah. I don't understand how it works yet. So yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna post anything to mine. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know how it works, but I. I can still like the little cryptid things. Yeah, yeah. Tweet at Nadia oh, and tell her how Twitter works. Yeah, it's spelled underscore n a d i d a underscore. All right, and right now, if you want, I am selling a line of digital art prints on my store at martistonfire.com. Uh, currently, I've got a very cool sea monster print for sale. Uh, we have Ooh. already sold a couple of those, and I'm only making 50, so go get them Ooh. while you can. Thanks, Nadia. Um, I will put all links to all of this stuff in the description below. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, we'll see, we'll see you in the, in the woods. woods.